Hello, I'm Michael Guyman, President and CEO of the Tucson Metro Chamber. For more than 125 years, the Tucson Metro Chamber has been the voice of business. This year, the Chamber is focused on showcasing candidates that not only understand the needs of business, but will also work to introduce and support legislation and policies that address and solve challenges businesses face. The Chamber's Candidate Evaluation Committee interviewed Arizona state legislative candidates on their thoughts and perspectives on issues important to the chamber membership and creating a pro-business environment. Our candidate evaluation committee, made up of business owners, executives, major employers, and community partners, crafted five questions focusing on key business issues. We invite you to visit our candidate evaluation page on our website at tucsonchamber.org. Review the scorecard, listen to the interviews, read the questionnaires submitted by many of the candidates, and share with your colleagues and your neighbors who you think will support a pro-business environment as an Arizona state legislator. On this episode, our candidate evaluation committee interviews Keith Seaman, a Democrat running for the Arizona House of Representatives in Legislative District 16. We'll go ahead and start into our questions. So the, the first one I have, Keith, is uh, if you can briefly describe your educational and professional background and, uh, and how they prepared you to serve as an elected official. Okay. Um, I, have, uh, I was born and raised in Sacramento, California. Started out at a community college and then uh, transferred over to... Uh, what's called now California State University at Sacramento, where I got the bachelor's degree. Uh, then I did an extra year for the graduate for the teaching certificate in California. That, that, that was required that fifth year. Uh, I, then I um, got a job over in Australia near, near Melbourne for two years teaching, if you can believe it, uh, Australian history and uh, English which are both different over there. So I, I taught two years over there and then came back to, um, well, I was gonna come back to California, but I, my parents had retired to Kingman, Arizona. So I uh, got a job there at Lake Havasu High School. And while I was there, I got my master's degree from Northern Arizona University. And uh, then I uh, taught there for a while, became, um, Mojave County School Superintendent by appointment, then won the election outright and uh, two years after that, and then four more years. Uh, when I lost that job or left that job, I uh, was, became principal at a charter school in Lake Havasu City, and then uh, applied for a job at, on the Tona Autumn Reservation as principal of Santa Rosa Boarding School, which is quite a ways west from you. And, Santa Rosa, uh, just below uh, Costa Grande. I was principal there for 12 years and retired there in 2010. Then we bought our retirement place here in, in Costa Grande. I substituted for a while, and now I'm just doing this. I decided to run because uh, after those 40 years of education, I saw what was happening or not happening in the legislature. I said, I, I can help that help that issue. The issue as still is the lack of funding for uh, schools. That and what I consider the disrespect for public schools, a number of other things. So I decided to run 
uh, to try to uh, maybe get in the majority or at least to help fund schools because that's, that's my passion and a few other things as well. The voting, uh, make sure we, we continue the vote by mail. Uh, I also have an issue because my wife's a nurse in healthcare. And so that's basically why I'm in the race. Great, thank you. Can you, uh, uh, second of our five questions is, can you talk about a time where you had to build consensus around a particular issue and what type of leadership style did you use in that situation? When I was a principal of Santa Rosa boarding school down on the, on the reservation, we had a lot of gang activity the blues and the reds, I guess, uh, Crips and the Bloods, I guess, they would wear their, their particular color to school and there, there would be fights or uh, sign line, uh, sign, signs, and it became an issue. So we uh, decided, what could we do about that? We would suspend kids that wasn't working. So we decided that we would try to introduce uniforms at the boarding school. This was the first school in the Bureau of, Bureau of Indian Education to, to do that. So we, we got everybody who was involved, the staff, the teachers, the parents, the because the tribe is very interested in what's going on in, in its school. So we got all the data together, the prize, what we, the, we decided the various colors we would do and the reason for it. So we got everybody together not necessarily at the same time. Everybody got together and we decided consensus on what we would do, the colors, what would happen if they didn't wear the uniform. And it became quite a community. We had, a, obviously we had some parents say, I don't want my kids wearing that. But most of the people say, yeah, my kid has been involved. He's been attacked or uh, bullied because of, of the, sh the color shirts he wears. So just wearing colors that were not gang related made a difference. And that was a consensus thing for the whole community. And I was uh, proud to state that our school, Santa Rosa Boarding School, was the first school in all the 122, or however many there are, of Bureau of Education schools to go with uniforms because it was needed for us. It wasn't just my school. It was There were three Bureau schools on the Tawana Austin Reservation. We started it, and then the other schools did it as well. And it really worked out, but I was very proud to, to introduce that research and everybody decided that's the best thing we should do. Great, thank you. Um, and uh, third question is describe your vision for Arizona and the office you're running for. Um, my vision is to keep Arizona in the, the top, one of the top states in, in, in the nation. We have a lot of people come moving here and we need to make sure they have the right, um, the, the, uh, the, the good education, the, the water issue, all the right infrastructure. And in order to do that, we need to get together as, as a legislature and with the cities and the counties to, to provide that, that locally. And as I mentioned before, my primary interest is education. And we need to make sure edu the education in Arizona is what it needs to be, because that affects you guys too. When we have the best uh, K-12 system and the secondary system, that brings people to Arizona and it, it trains them 
to get the job that are available, the, the small entrepreneur job that you guys are, are usually involved in, the, the job like Lucid and uh, Nicola, which are, which are in our area. So it's important that we keep the schools as good as we can, that the teachers are happy there. They don't, they aren't, they're not leaving like they are now and that they're trusted and respected because then they'll be trusted and respected in the community and then stay and then offer what needs to be done. And of course, the community colleges. I know you guys have the largest community college in the nation as far as buildings. And that's important that we keep those, uh, those uh, community colleges and of course, the university, what is it, what's it called now? UA or no, U, whatever U, U of A is called, to keep them in the forefront too, to keep uh, the U of A and the other one in Phoenix and NAU uh, with, the, with the proper research, the keep tuition as low as it can, but offer what needs to be done to, to grow our state. So that's basically what I've been working on in the legislature. And of course, the voting, healthcare, you know, things like that. Great. And uh, what are the top three issues important to business that the legislature can help to address and solve? I think I alluded to, to a lot of uh, some of it. The first one, again, I keep going back to education because people need to be educated in, uh, in jobs. For example, I know that uh, there is what's called a, uh, the EdTech. You have one probably in Pinal County. We have what's called a Cavett, where kids go to high school. Five high schools in Pinal County subscribe for their kids to go to Coolidge to Cavett. And uh, they, they, uh, the different careers are welding, uh, dental hygiene, uh, a hair, hair, hair salon, uh, a, no, a number of things that they can get training on. And then they go back to the high school, graduate, and then in some cases go right into, into, a, into a career already trained. That would be one of the first things that I think education affects, as I said before, every, uh, every, every part of the. I think we need to make sure that the environment in Arizona is, um, is adequate. Uh, that's more than just uh, the air, but the water. We need to make sure that we have more water, you know, we, rather than it's a good idea to find more water, but let's conserve it as well. Because all of us uh, need to have water, but some of the cities, at least up in Scottsdale, that area, are already at a certainly certain level. They're trying to uh, conserve their water. I think that's important, environment. And I think the third one, uh, for business is to um, support all the businesses, the small business and the large ones, and maybe keeping the regulations that are unnecessary out, out, of, out of small businesses. Obviously, if they're, if they're following the law, and most of them are, then leave them alone. P people in businesses know how to run you know, how to hire their people, uh, follow their, their own human resources, that, that makes them a successful business. I know a couple of years ago, the legislature was handi handing down 
regulations that hindered businesses because of, of certain agendas. You know, there are some things, of course, that businesses need to follow, which are consistent with the law, but let's make sure that what comes out of the capital is not going to affect adversely businesses in, in Tucson or Costa Grande where I am. And uh, so I th those are some of the issues I think that I've been thinking about that affects businesses uh, th throughout the state. Thank you, Keith. Um, last standard question I've got is, how would you ensure that the needs and wants of the business community in Southern Arizona are recognized and heard at the state capitol? Um, when I first ran for this office, even before I got my, my uh, signatures, I decided it's going to be a transparent campaign. And I know people say that all the time, but I honestly believe that in order to be transparent, I need to listen, find out what's going on. For example, District 16, you may know, goes all the way to almost Levine, all the way down to, well, mine goes to... Uh, the Kinney Road area of, of, of your city down there, the Tucson Mountains, that's a large district. But I maintain I'm going to keep um, town halls. Uh, it may be like maybe first of the month, maybe in uh, in Tucson. So maybe the second weekend or third weekend might be up here in Coolidge. Or I, I want to uh, keep a calendar. I know it's easy to say that now, but it's important to go visit the people. Yes, I, I'll get emails and I'll, people will come and visit, but it's another thing to go and talk to you with your with, with, with your face-to-face, -face, say, hey, I'm here. What is it that we can do to, to help your business in Tucson, Arizona? Because I, I think, and I know it sounds like a cliche, but the legislature is a full-time job 24 hours while we're there from January until seeing die, whatever that is. And I'm willing to do that. I'm retired. My my uh, daughter is grown up. You know, she doesn't require any, any tending or anything. So I want to, again, have town halls in various parts of the district. And if I do that, I'm, I'm hoping that people will come and say, not the good things that we're doing, but then, hey, Keith, you need to work on this. And then then, then I hope I can go back to the legislature then and work with my colleague and say, there's an issue down here at this store down here on Alvernon or something. Let's, what can we do about that and find out is it just that one thing or is there an issue with other people? It may be very easy to solve or it may require some kind of legislation. So that's what I, I would like to do. Great, thank you. So I've got, we got a few minutes here for some additional questions that the committee may have. Uh, open it up the floor to anyone who has uh, a question for Keith. Go ahead, Jean. Hello. Um, I graduated from high school in Lake Havasu City. Did you long, really? I did a long time ago. What was your maiden name? <laughs> uh, Cam, K-A-M-M. -M. I probably taught did I, you. Did, did I teach you? I don't know. I don't remember. It was a long was time ago. From, I, I, from, I, uh, I was there from 74 to 99. Oh yeah, you would have been there when I was there. Yeah. So huh. I graduated huh. in 76. Yeah, I was there. Okay, well, good. Old yeah. home week then. <laughs> That's right. Um, so have you had any experience in um, the political process 
yet? Have you worked on campaigns or had any involvement? And if not, what have you done to kind of get yourself up to snuff on the political process? I've been active in the party. Uh, I, I, I'm a Democrat, you guys know that. I've been active in the party, well, since Lake Havasu. And I've been following what's what going on in, in the party, the statewide, as well as, na as national-wide, and the other party as well. And I'm, I'm a precinct committee person in the party. So I, I, get, I get all the emails. I'm, I'm a state, a member of the state Democratic Party. So I get all that stuff too. And I, uh, when, when, I, when I mentioned before that I was, uh, oh, I may have told you, Mojave County School Superintendent. The first two years I was uh, appointed Betty Bell, I don't know if you probably know her, but she was elected. She left and they appointed me for two years. And then I had to run on my own in 70, it would have been 72. So I was involved in the campaign there. What, what, what it consists of the caucuses and the, and the canvassing, that sort of thing. I've helped in other people's campaigns as well, both locally and state. And now, now I'm involved up to here, of course, on my own, canvassing every weekend, uh, making phone calls, knowing what's going on in the legislature, what you what 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 I like and, and what is not, which is troubling to me, and that's why I got involved. So I've had a lot of experience politically and actively in the in the in the political system. Great, thank you. Other questions from the committee? Go ahead, Alejandro. Rob, I'd, I'd like to uh, ask uh, Keith, uh, if you can see, or what areas beyond education, I think you made your point that you're a strong supporter of education, but beyond education, what areas do you see you could work with Republicans on at the legislature? Good question. Uh, I think um, just things that are not quite on the fringe part of the, of the agenda, hopefully, on the water because that's becoming a, a big issue now. They, there's been some issue, there've been some, some uh, solutions there, but that's going to get even more. So I think we can work on that because all of us are concerned about water. I think climate, climate change, um, even though we, we differ somewhat on that, but I think we're gonna to have to realize that that is a bipartisan issue, part of it. The water part also, uh, uh, all the, the lack of snow in the, uh, Mount Humphreys and flags that makes it different. It goes all the way back to Colorado. We have to get together and say, what can we do about this? The forest fires, which are happening right now. I'm, I'm concerned because I have a house up at Mormon Lake. It's not near the fire, but there was a fire there last year and that's scary. So those are the kinds of things we need to, to get together and say, all right, this is gonna happen every year unless we do something. So those are the kind of issues that affect everybody on, on the state, in the state. Thank you. Any other questions from the committee? I've got one um, uh, more specifically around uh, infrastructure. Uh, and funding for infrastructure. What specific uh, actions or activities do you think need to happen at the legislative level uh, to improve our infrastructure here in Arizona? One thing which I'm glad they finally did is they're going to eventually, I guess, 
<laughs> if the money finally comes through, um, widen I-10. I live on, on that part of I-10 from Chandler down, I guess, to about Red Rock or someplace down there. That's that's important because uh, I, I travel a lot to Tucson and Phoenix, and that that gets the gap that gets really busy, especially if there's a small accident. That's that's important. Uh, that that was helped, of course, with some federal money, but we may not get that if uh, if other rules. I, I appreciate what the state has done for I-10 through Tucson. <laughs> I'm just glad it's finally done. I'm sure you are too. There, I, I happened to go down in uh, down on uh, Stone the other day, and uh, for years the part there where Ina and Cortero was that was all the time porno but it's beautiful now it's nice the intro the turn off into uh i-19 is finally done so those are the things that as the state gets bigger with more people and more houses building out in that area and all over the state we need the roads to be up up to standard and and wide enough uh, that's one thing and i think um um bridges of course uh, the bridge that goes over, and I can speaking of that near me over the, um, the 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 river, the Gila River, and the river up there, up there, up there in uh, Apache County, and uh, up there in Yavapai County are finally being 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 fixed. That's important infrastructure. The uh, roads in the cities, of course, I understand are control are maintained by the city with probably some some herf money and, and stuff like that so i think the roads need to be our uh our uh improving airports i i consider that probably infrastructure they, uh i haven't been at being your airport for a long time but i'm sure it's bigger and nicer than when i was there sky harbor's constantly being being improved our little airport here is getting bigger. It's getting busier and busier. So we're trying to work on that. So those are the types of things that are more immediate. Is how do we get around, you know, without causing uh, traffic and, and affect your businesses too? I'm sure because if if it's crowded, they, you know, or the roads, then you have to uh, do more advertising or signing to get people there. And uh, the like I say, the water is an issue, more and more people. Well, what do you do with people? What do they do? Do we continue, uh, like we are here in Pinal County, selling the the agriculture area, the farm areas, and then putting more and more houses there? And then what do you do with the, the roads going into there and the parks and things like the schools, all that kind of stuff. So all that stuff's important. Okay, I think we're at the end of our time. Uh, thank you so much, Keith, for taking the time uh, to be with us today. And uh, thanks again for uh, uh, loving our state and our, our people enough to, to run for office. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. It was quick because I just sent in my, my quick dinner yesterday all of a sudden. That's good. I appreciate that. <laughs> Great. Thank you. And I'm sure I taught you. Pam, Miss Ham. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I, I any, bro a, any, I, bro any brothers or sisters there? No, no. I was I was an only child, and but I was uh, my my most influential teacher was probably Mrs. Witcher. 
if you remember yes, her. Business, Marilyn, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Who'd you have for English? I don't remember. I remember having Mr. Rooney for civics. Everybody I remember, I remember Mr. Gwen for. Well, that um, was a long time ago, right? That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's not when I started. I started there in 74, I think. Yeah. Well, nice to see you again. Okay, yeah, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much, Keith. Bye-bye.